Hey, you're listening to the Quarry Podcast. Get ready to be encouraged and uplifted with us today. I'm going to talk to you on the topic, and I think we can all relate to this. The title of my message is, Help Me, I'm Overwhelmed. Everybody's like, well, that's a real faith victory statement. <laughs> I think that is the, rea- re- as the reality of a lot of people in here tonight. Um, I've been a victim of this, feeling overwhelmed. Uh, sometimes I do fantastic and just like have seasons where I'm like, this is great. I feel so free, so light. And there's other, other times where I, um, I don't guard myself enough and I let this stuff pile up on me and I start to feel overwhelmed. But I'm going to start out with a story. It's kind of my flow. It's just what I do. About five years ago, everybody knows Micah Stumler in here, Charlesi. Uh, me and Charles were about to go on a little nature walk in the woods and go scout for some deer. And uh, I was at his house. We were changed. We got tall socks on and boots and spraying bug spray, tucking the pants in just right to keep the ticks and chiggers away, which doesn't work. I don't know how they still get in. All ready to go. We're putting our little backpack on, back, backpacks on, got our shoes tied tight, our bags packed right, you know, and I get a text from Pastor Jordan or a call. He says, uh, hey, are you busy? I'm like, uh, let me, let me see what you need first. Uh, what do you need? He said, hey, could you meet me at church? I want to talk to you about something. I was like, uh-oh, that's never happened. I'm probably in trouble. Um, so, hey, Charles, nice knowing you. Uh, have fun in the woods by yourself. So uh, <laughs> I left him there at his house, and I met up with Pastor here. And, um, you know, we, we like it when people pat our backs and tell us we're amazing and everything, but Another thing of a, of a good friend and an, and an awesome pastor is when they see something on you and they're not too scared to bring it up and say, are you okay? Well, he, he called me in his office and this was just like five years ago. It's like, you know, so some of you that have been like maybe talked to or corrected, hey, it happens to me too, it's okay. So um, he said, hey man, are you okay? I was like, brother, I'm good. I was about to go scout for some deer because I'm gonna slay them this fall. He's like, you seem really frustrated. I was like, hmm. So I thought about it. I'm like, no, I think I'm good. And I kept thinking about it. And I was like, well, there, well, I don't know, maybe there is this one thing that's kind of bothering me. And after talking for about 10 minutes, I just laid out the whole thing of why I'm frustrated. And I didn't even realize it. But he said, you seem overwhelmed. And I was like, well, I guess no one had brought that to my attention. No one had said that to me. And I had been acting uh, very overwhelmed. And as a result, when you become overwhelmed, there's a lot of um, side effects to it. And one of mine was being very frustrated, I guess. Um, typically, I'm pretty joyful, pretty happy. I usually smile. I laugh at my own jokes and things like that. But I guess people can tell, maybe if I'm not smiling since I do it a lot, they're like, something's wrong with them. And I think he kind of picked up on some things. So I'm thankful for, first of all, for leaders and pastors in my life that don't just kiss my butt all the time, that don't just pat you on the back and say, great job today. They say, are you okay? And uh, I just, I really appreciate that in my life. But it turned out, yeah, I was overwhelmed and I didn't, I didn't know that I was exactly. But I started, he asked me, well, what's this like? How's your family? And what's work like? And, you know, what, what about what you do for church and stuff? How are you feeling about that? I was like, yeah, I guess I am. I'm pretty overwhelmed, man. I just feel like I've got so much on my plate. I am feeling frustrated. and This is bothering me. So, you know, that's, that was kind of my story. And there's been actually many other times where I felt that way before. But, you know, let's talk about, like, what happens when we get overwhelmed. So everybody has their own thing of what happens to them when they get uh, overwhelmed. Well, mine... Mine could be a number of things. Let's just say some things that could be general. Uh, watch all 25 seasons of Netflix um, Office in like one day. I don't think it's on Netflix anymore, but that's one thing we do. You know, we watch it in one day. We literally lay on our bed or on the couch or sit on the toilet and uh, scroll social media 
literally of, of stuff that we just don't even care about, but we just need something to dull the way we're feeling. We're overwhelmed and we don't want to deal with it. So we're like, I'll just look at this for 20 minutes. And then an hour and a half goes by. By the way, I preach what God's dealing with me about. So if you're ever wondering, like, are, are the, the leaders, do they ever go through things? Yes, sir, they do. And yes, ma'am, they do. So you might get on social media and just scroll forever and just time waste. And you think, I didn't learn anything. I lost an hour and a half of my precious time. It's gone. Some of you overeat. Some of you sleep the day away. When I was in college, I was the king of that. Uh, some of you just feel numb. And sometimes just, it's not that you're backsliding, you're living in sin, but it's just definitely that you're not progressing either. But it's that you're staying in this dormant state and dormant things don't grow. They, they stay the same. And sometimes days and weeks pass by and you're like, oh my gosh, I gotta snap out of this. Why am I feeling this way? It's because you're overwhelmed. And when we're overwhelmed, we shrink back to what's comfortable and we shrink back to what's easy. We shrink back to time wasters, distractions, all the things that should be a priority get pushed, put on the back burner. I'll take care of that later. And all the things that aren't helping us, we grab those because they're easy and they make me feel good. That's what people do when they feel overwhelmed. You know, people try everything <laughs> uh, to be relieved when they're feeling overwhelmed. Um, they do yoga. If you do yoga, that's cool. But I'm saying like some people depend. I have to do this or I, or I will feel overwhelmed. Uh, some people go to therapy. Uh, some of these things are good things. This is not a good thing. Some people smoke weed. Probably 90% of, of your friends at school are probably doing this. They put CBD oil on literally everything they eat and on every body part possible just to get some relief of being overwhelmed. I'm sure you know them. The American culture is basically... Let's try and cram as much as possible into a 24 hour period as we can, right? You have to be productive. If you're not productive, you're lazy, right? There's a lot of podcasts and leadership gurus that say you need to work 80 hours a week, but I'm like, yeah, and then you'll die when you're 35, awesome. But the American culture is do as much as possible and fit it in this little time frame, and then, hey, yeah, you might've made some money, but your life is overwhelmed. You are overwhelmed, now you are ineffective because you can't, when you're overwhelmed, you can't be who you are meant to be because you're only covered up with life's problems and you're running from them. So why do we feel overwhelmed? Worry, fear, this is my favorite one, unrealistic expectations that you put on yourself or others put on you. You feel overwhelmed. There was this person in my life that told me one time, you're the key to fixing this. And I was like, and the situation that they were talking about was massive and it still isn't fixed to this day but it was an unrealistic expectation that I carried. And for four, five, six, seven years, I, I, I felt that and I, and I was carrying that thing. And as a result, I was overwhelmed and I wasted a lot of my time. See, the reason we talk about the stuff we do here on a Wednesday night is because some of us waited a little bit. I'm not gonna say we waited too long, but we waited till we were in our early 20s or late 20s to finally start doing some of this stuff and finally start living for God. When if someone, well, it's, it's, all, it's, on our, it's on us to do this, but if I would have done this when I was a younger person or heard something like this, my life could be different than where, I, where it is right now. I love my life where it is right now. I wouldn't trade it for anything. But it's important to start doing these, these things now, not like, ah, I'll wait till I get a car or a job or maybe I'll wait till I'm married. No, do these things now. We don't just have these flowery messages for no reason. Like, well, let me find a book here. Hey, a message on being overwhelmed. It sounds great. Let me look up a, help me, I'm overwhelmed. I found that on Google. No, actually, Holy Spirit showed me that. But we don't just teach anything for the heck of it. Yeah, that sounds nice. Yeah, there's a sermon series book. Okay, preaching over. No, whatever the Holy Spirit is leading us to do, whatever's on pastor's heart, 
that's what we teach on. If you guys can get this now, it'll really help your life. Everything we teach here on Wednesday nights, if you can get this now and apply it, it'll really set you up for success in the future. We feel overwhelmed, worry, fear, fear unrealistic expectations, and, and stress. Anybody know anything about stress? Let me talk about that. Here's what we do on a daily basis. Not necessarily this order. Schoolwork, feeding your dog, packing a bag for after school sports, uh, getting ready for work, for those that work, uh, homework, Disney Plus, Disney Plus, Disney Plus, Xbox, chores. Uh, I won't spend too long on the Xbox, guys. I'll give you a break this time. Uh, chores, hanging out with friends, going to church, going to school events. Did you know that good, uh, good things and bad things can cause stress in your life? You know, churches uh, should be a priority, but a lot of the time, we, uh, we're, well, I'm going to do this, 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 and this, and this. I guess church will get the boot, but if it doesn't get the boot, I'll go, but I'm going to be so stressed that I'm there. Let's simplify our lives to keep the main thing the main thing so that when we're here on a Wednesday or on a Sunday or anytime we're volunteering, that we're actually here and we're actually present. Yeah, it's just, you know, just a good idea. Other things we do, other things we do throughout the day, spending time with family, doing hobbies, uh, staying up to date on gossip. That's working itself. Uh, saying yes to literally everything. I've grown a lot in that. I know Morgan and I, I've talked about that. We've grown a lot in that. I used to, didn't matter what it is. I'm like, I don't want to let you down. I'll tell you yes. Even if I don't sleep and I have a terrible marriage. No, I, I'm not going to do that. But I've learned to say no in my life because it is important. You need to guard your time. Let's see. So we say yes to everything, you know, babysitting your siblings. Some of you have siblings you have to watch. I was, I had 10 siblings. Mom's like, gotta work, it's on you. I'm like, oh gosh, all right. A lot of these things can overwhelm you, but we pack our days so full, right? And this, this is what we think. With all those things I, I just gave you, all those things we do in a day, this is what we think. One, how will I get all this done? So then your gears start turning, you think, okay, if I, if I do this and spend an hour doing this and, and then you, you notice, you don't, well, you don't notice, your heart starts beating a little faster and your breathing becomes like you're getting nervous. And everybody here should know exactly what I'm talking about. And then you start thinking, okay, okay, when I'm done with this, I gotta go to here, I gotta go to here. And, um, and then you go through that train of thought. And then the second thing is you think, but what if I can't do all this thing? I've already said yes to all this. What if I can't accomplish everything I have to do this week and then I let somebody down? Now, I really care about uh, people and I want to please people and I don't want to let anybody down. So that's, it's been something for me that I've really had to work through. Um, so I'm growing too. I will say I'm, I'm doing the best at it in my life right now that I've ever been. And um, I'm looking forward to get even better at it. And then the last one with all this stuff I name, what if this all fails? These are things that cause worry, fear, unrealistic expectations and stress. Let me give you this quote. This quote's funny. Uh, anybody have a, a hall bath at your house with a little basket full of books. <laughs> Everybody know what I'm talking about? Oh, your grandma does. Your grandma definitely does. Well, we had one growing up and there was this cute little old lady named Corey Ten Boom. I don't know if anybody's ever heard of her. She's sweet. Uh, there's this quote and actually Janet, I, uh, Janet sent this quote to my wife who sent it to me, which was definitely a God thing because I absolutely need to hear this. It says, she said, worrying is carrying tomorrow's load with today's strength carrying two days at once. It's moving into tomorrow ahead of time. Worrying doesn't empty tomorrow of its sorrow, it empties today of its strength. I have been the worst at trying to figure out today and tomorrow when God gave me strength for today. He said, take care of this, take care of Monday. Tuesday will work itself out. I promise you, I got you, I'm a good dad, I got you. But then I'm like, God, it's cool, it's fine. I got a plan for it. 
let me take today's strength and fix tomorrow, and then I'm just gonna be completely exhausted. Anybody ever done that? Anybody ever been there? I know I'm not the only one. So I love that quote. You know, I own a painting business, and um, sometimes jobs stack up on top of each other. And uh, sometimes it's my fault for not for, uh, forecasting and seeing ahead. And then other times it's just the way, you know, with COVID and in 2020 and everything got backed up and like Texas froze and a lot of the materials that we use for our job really postponed things. So then when they show up, everybody's like, we need you. I was like, this is a physical impossibility. I, this four other people needed me and I literally can't split myself into slivers and send myself out. So, but I did that somehow. Um, I worked a lot of hours and got a talking to for my wife. Um, but yeah, so jobs stacked up. Uh, I spent days trying to figure out, try, just trying to figure it out by myself. Um, but then I realized that wasn't working. Again, a little help from my wife. <laughs> and, I, and I started having all these little scriptures and little, little, little clips of scriptures that I've heard over the years and uh, things that I've read over the years that start coming back about, trust me, you know, God's saying, trust me and give me your cares and trust me. So um, I told God, God, I trust you recently uh, in, the, in the past, like three weeks. God, I trust you. Help me work this out. And everything has worked it out, worked itself out like it has uh, was supposed to. Um, there's a scripture I love, and this just shows how if we trust God with just today, he'll take care of tomorrow and give you that strength for today. It says uh, Psalms 37, 25 of the Passion. It says, I was once inexperienced, or you could say I was once young, but now I'm old. Not once have I found a lover of God forsaken by him. Nor have any of their children got hungry. The man that wrote this was, had served God his whole life. When he's old, he said, I served God a long time. And all the times when I tried to figure it out myself, when I thought I knew better, once I began to trust God, I, I found out he had it all taken care of. But I thought I had a better plan and I thought my way was better. Just let that encourage you. Just know God's got it. You don't have to try to figure out the plan. You don't have to try to figure out the time. You don't have to try to figure out all the details. Say, God, I'm giving this to you. I know you can help me with it. So we're talking about all this thing. We're like, okay, cool. Where's my help? I'm still overwhelmed. So don't worry. There's help for you. Ready for this? Here's point number one. When you feel overwhelmed... This is what God has promised. Number one, to carry your worries and stress. Whew, I don't know about you, but that is very comforting to me. Life is full of worries. Life is full of stress. But God has promised us. If you can find any promises in the Bible that God said, I promise I'll do this, grab those things and hold on to them. Believe them, confess them, run with them, and they'll always prove out. Uh, he promised to carry your um, worries and stress. And I'd definitely be the first to admit that I, I haven't always crushed that. Not, not always. I, I've been getting a lot better. I used to be so bad at it. I, I didn't even know what it meant to give it, just give it to God. It's like, I don't even know what that means, but I've learned over the years. Now that I've been in church, I taught last time I was up here, the local church has saved my life. This is just another way the local church has, has saved my life. It took God to send men into my life, men and women into my life to speak. Hey, did you know you can cast that care? I'm like, oh, awesome. That's a, that's a, a weapon I can use in my bag of tricks now that I had, that I had no clue about. I love this scripture in um, 1 Peter 5, 7, out of the Passion. It says, pour out all of your worries and your stress I know this is helping some people tonight. Pour out all your worries and your stress upon him and leave them there for he always tenderly cares for you. I've heard it. I've heard other ministers say before, 
when you, when you, the King James says, cast your cares on the Lord because he cares for you. When you do that, I, I, I'm, it's nothing I made up. They say, Lord, I'm going to give this to you and I don't want it back. Because it's not that God's going to bring it back to you. He say, here you go. Here's that thing you gave me. No, it's, it's all of a sudden I say, God, I, I cast this on you. I'm like, yes, I feel great. Start thinking about it. Next day, and all of a sudden, it's like, oh, hey, God, can I get that back real quick? Gosh, I need this thing again. Man, you just have to do it continually. The, the stuff that's in the Bible that we confess and we believe for our life, it works, but it takes time sometimes. There's been things that we've confessed and believed in our lives that have happened like that, and then there's things that 10 years later, I'm still working on, but I'm seeing victory in those things. Don't think, well, it's going to take me a lifetime. No, no, it won't. God can do a quick work. But pour out all your worries and stress upon him and leave them there, man. Come on. For he tenderly, always tenderly cares for you. And I want to encourage you this. Stop trying to carry the heavy load. You were not designed for it. All you weightlifters and football players and macho dudes and girls that think you're pretty tough, you weren't meant to carry it. That load, that stress, that feeling overwhelmed. Stop trying to carry the heavy load. You weren't designed to do God's job. He said, let me take it, son. Let me take it, daughter. I got this. I want you to rest. I want you to have a good life. Give this thing to me. Your job is to give it to him and let him do the work. And we, we need to trust him. Look at this out of Isaiah 26, 3 out of the NLT. It says, I love this scripture. I've said this for many years. I I even like put it into a, I, I really needed the scripture for my life one time and I said it so much. I'm like, I really need to memorize this. Like, so I like even made up a song. I'm not going to sing it. I'm just like put it into a little tune, but you will keep in perfect peace all who trust in you, all whose thoughts are fixed on you. You know, that's how, that's how we begin to pick up carries and worries and our carries, cares and worries and stress and put those things on our back and carry those around because our thoughts aren't fixed on God. It's pretty awesome. He said he'll keep us in perfect peace if we trust in him. And if we fix our thoughts, perfect peace. I want perfect peace. I've experienced it. Uh, there's, there's times when I'm, when I'm like, man, I didn't do that great of a job to pick that thing back up again. But perfect feels, peace feels really good. And if you've experienced that before, it's awesome. Okay, point number two. When you feel overwhelmed, God has promised us rest. Some of you need to take a nap. <laughs> You're like, I'm 14, I don't take naps. <laughs> I'm 32 and I take a Sunday nap every time after Sunday. Here, here's a perfect, you want to know a perfect Sunday for me? Wake up, come to church, get refreshed, go home, eat some good food and take a nap. That is a perfect Sunday. There's, there's, <laughs> there's nothing better. All you guys are like, I don't even, bro, I, I don't take naps. I'm just trying to play Xbox. So um, when you feel overwhelmed, God has promised us rest. <laughs> but here's the thing. Here's the thing where people don't rest. Again, I've been guilty of it. We don't rest in our minds. You're like, bro, I got seven to eight hours of sleep. I didn't work yet. I, I, took, I took a Sabbath. I took a day off. But your mind was racing. Your mind was running 100 miles an hour. Mental, mental fatigue, physical fatigue, same thing. You think, yeah, but I took a day off. Like I told myself, okay, I'm not going to work on projects. I'm, I'm going to do some stuff that refreshes me. Uh, I'm going to go ride my bike. I'm going to go do this thing with my friend. I'm going to go take a hike, you know. Some of you can take a hike. Um, but <laughs> Charlestown State Park if you need to. <laughs> Let me find out where I'm at here. Too many rabbit trails, you know. But you think, I got, I got seven to eight hours of sleep. I'm good, but our minds are racing, our minds are going. You know, we, you lay down to sleep at night, and you're just like staring a hole right through the ceiling. You're just thinking, thinking, thinking. 
we need to enter into God's rest. Stop trying to do everything in your own strength. Let's look at Matthew 11, 28 through 30 out of the message. I love this scripture. Every time I read this, I about cry uh, because it usually seems like it jumps off and it's like, I told you, you should have rested. Um, it says, are you tired, worn out, burned out on religion? I love this. God says, come to me. Get away with me and you'll recover your life. It means you lost it. If he's saying you'll recover it, get away with me and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. You know, I shared this just a couple weeks ago. Jesus was on the boat with his disciples and they were overwhelmed because that storm that tried to overtake them. They were overwhelmed. You could just compare that to whatever storm of life, seasons of life, whatever you're going through. They were overwhelmed like, God, help us. Jesus, help us. And but that's his example to us. In storms, I'm not freaking out. I rest. I'm asleep on a boat, which I've... I can't imagine trying to sleep on a boat. I'd probably wake up puking everywhere. I'm just saying, he slept in the middle of a storm. That was his example to us. If he can do it, we can do it. So it says, walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythm, rhythms of grace. I like this. This is talking about casting your care. He said, I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely, freely and lightly. I love that. And I need that for my life. Let's look at point number three. When you feel overwhelmed, this is what God has promised us. Joy that brings strength. He's promised us joy that brings strength. Now, Nehemiah 8.10, it's kind of a long scripture, but I just want to focus on the last part. It says, the joy of the Lord is your strength. If you're not joyful, <laughs> probably don't have a lot of strength in your life. Get joyful. Do it quickly. Come on, get joyful. <laughs> Um, when I've been overwhelmed, uh, I think another side effect of that is not having any strength, feeling weary, feeling kind of beat down. Uh, I've just, th th this is just what I've done. I've laid in bed. I wake up in the morning, I'm like, all right, let's get after this day. Oh gosh, that's a lot to do. Let me just look at my phone for just like, I don't know, like 15 minutes. You know, I'll just like do this little thing, literally like an hour and a half later. I'm like, what am I doing? I know I'm the only one that's been there except a couple heads that are nodding us here right now. You know, no one else does that. You guys are, wake up, you know, you have your coffee with Jesus. I get it. I know, I know. <laughs> but I've been overwhelmed and I just lay there in my bed and look at my phone or um, I lay on the couch. I, I, we love watching Disney Plus, Netflix, Hulu with the, with the boys in the basement and Jess. It's just fun. But I'll just lay there and stare at the screen and just feel overwhelmed sometimes. And I don't get up and do anything. I don't even talk to God about it. I'm just like, I'm just going to pass the time. I just feel overwhelmed. Like, what else, what else am I going to do? But I, we're, we're getting keys to victory here. All these things we're talking about. God gives us joys that bring strength. He gives us rest. And he gives, uh, he, he uh, asked us to give me your cares, cares and your worries and your stress. These are keys for us to live a victorious life. We're not stuck here, by the way. This is not a message like, hey, you're overwhelmed. I'm overwhelmed. At least we're in good company, right? You know, that's, that's not us. Misery loves company. No, that's not us. We go through things, but then we, we learn and we figure out, we renew our mind. How am I going to fix this? I'm not staying here. How am I going to get on the other side of it? Well, these three things are keys for your life. I'm not saying write them down and forget about them. I'm saying write them down and do something about it. You know, a huge indicator of being overwhelmed uh, mentally and physically exhausted. I went through a small season of that a couple months ago. You know, we lose our joy uh, when we're overwhelmed. But God has a joy that brings us strength. That's the strength we need. I need that strength every day to, to, to deal with life, to operate my calling, to do everything that I'm supposed to do. 
strength to serve God, strength to tell others about Jesus, uh, strength for your day. The Bible says, um, as, as your day is, so is, so is your strength. I confess that over myself a lot, but strength for your day from the time you wake up to the time you go to sleep. You know, you might say, Jesus, help me, I'm overwhelmed. He says, I'll help you, I, I am your peace. You might say, Jesus, help me, I'm anxious. Jesus says, I'll help you because I'm calm and I'm well balanced. Jesus, help me, I'm fearful. Jesus says, I'll help you because I've given you faith. You might say, Jesus, help me, I'm stressed out. Jesus says, I'll help you because I'm your rest. You might say, Jesus, help me, I'm exhausted. Jesus says, I'll help you, I am your strength. Let's learn together to be totally, totally dependent upon God's strength. God, God um, I'll take care of this like 2%, but you can't take care of that. No, no, let's be totally dependent on the help of the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, last time I checked, he's our helper. We have to do some work, but he's our helper. Invite the Holy Spirit into everything that you do. Holy Spirit, okay, so, so I ran into a, uh, this issue on a job the other day, and I, and I told my wife, I looked at her, I said, I have absolutely no clue how to fix this. And I was, I was just feeling it. I was going through it. I'm like, I don't know how to fix this. I have no clue. And uh, I wasn't just saying that to complain. Uh, and then I said, I just said out loud, Holy Spirit, please help me. And we figured it out. It was a big deal too. It was like a big thing. If I, I don't have all the time to explain what it was and how it went. But just ask the Holy Spirit. Invite him into that moment and say, Holy Spirit, I really, really depend on you. Last, you know, last time I checked, every time I try to figure it out, I wind up sick or tired or uh, someone's upset with me, ask the Holy Spirit to help you. Ask, invite God into that situation. You, know, you can't do this on your own, and I, and I can't either. We weren't designed to, to be overwhelmed or carry weight. I want to end with this last scripture here. Psalms 94, 19 out of the Passion. It says, whenever my busy thoughts were out of control, some of you been there, some of you came here tonight with busy thoughts that were out of control. It says, the soothing comfort of your presence calm me down and overwhelm me with delight. I love that. So don't let the, the weight of your life overwhelm you. Give it to God and let God overwhelm you with his delight. I love that scripture. Whenever my busy thoughts were out of control. I mean, don't you just love God? He, just, he, just, he doesn't leave us alone to, to, hey, figure it out, son. Like you think, well, that's what my dad did. That's not how God does it. God's got us. It says, whenever my busy thoughts were out of control, the soothing comfort of your presence calmed me down and it overwhelmed me with delight. I love that. That really helps me. I read that. I was like, wow, let me read that like 15 more times. And after I can actually see it, after wipe all the tears out of my eyes. So that's all I have for tonight. I want to pray for a couple of people. Nobody specifically. If you have, if anything I said to you, like, uh, yeah, that's me. Yeah. And, oh, that's me. Yeah, that's me too. If any of this stuff made sense to you tonight, and you've been feeling overwhelmed. You're not stuck. You might experience a season of it, but you're not alone in it. Yes. You know, I'm not saying because we're going through I'm saying God's there with you to walk through every single step of it. Some of you have gained more responsibility in your life. Some of you are adulting. Some of you uh, are working on your grades in school. I can, I can understand that's causing sometimes for you to be overwhelmed. Some of you trying to balance your, your responsibilities at home and your responsibilities at school and still trying to hang out Friday night and still make it to a Wednesday night and act like you have a halfway good attitude, right? Sometimes we feel overwhelmed and we're not alone in that. So if you have been feeling overwhelmed, I want to pray for you real quick. We won't, we won't take real long. But uh, if, if, so, if Morgan was preaching this, I would step up right now. Although I feel like I have gained a lot of victory over it, I feel very confident, I would still say, no, I still need some of that. So let me pray for anybody that needs help. You can come up here. If everybody stands up, please. 
Morgan, you can help me again, please. I always love, I always love having your help. Thanks for listening to this message. To learn more about what's happening at The Quarry, check us out on social media. 